Health, history, the facts, the truth. This is Linda Smith looking at the tentacles of racial and ethnic health disparities. The question, how did we get here? Looking for the answer of how do we get out? This is Linda Smith and welcome back health partners. Let's continue this journey, the tentacles of racial and ethnic health disparities, asking the questions, how did we get here? But most importantly, how do we get out? We're going to continue our conversation on the serious health condition known as hypertension or high blood pressure and the differences in rates, treatment, health outcomes for people of color. The question continues to be asked by healthcare providers and lay people as well as to why. Why is high blood pressure so common in people of color and particularly African Americans? Why is the rate so high? Why does it start at a younger age in our group, African Americans, than in others? And what are the complications and why are there disparities from this health condition, hypertension, which causes, if it goes untreated, stroke, kidney disease, blindness, dementia, heart disease, and so many other chronic conditions. We have to be on point with our care, but we have to understand. Previously, we talked about the hypothesis of the African slave trade being a contributor to hypertension in African Americans. And so that information is still out there, but we wanna look at some current research that has been put forth to show that hypertension again is in higher rates among people of color, in particular African Americans, due to genetic factors. We have higher rates of high blood pressure due to that genetic makeup of Africans' descent. Researchers have uncovered some facts that shows the difference of high blood pressure and the effects it has on people of color and the sensitivity African Americans seems to have to salt, which increases the rate of and the prevalence of high blood pressure. So it's a genetic factor. That's something we cannot control, but that gene is there and it goes from generation to generation to generation. Another area we want to talk more about is looking at the environmental factors. Uh, scientists believe that high blood pressure in African Americans is due to the experiences, our unique experiences that we have experienced in this country and worldwide. And so there are some differences in people of color 
and other parts of the world compared to here in the United States, but more likely people in the United States have higher rates of high blood pressure and they have poorer outcomes. So we want to look at those uh, environmental factors as well. So we want to talk about the genetic factors, environmental factors, and also just the general makeup of people. Uh, increased age. As we age, our risk for high blood pressure also uh, is a factor and it starts to become elevated. Excessive weight. That one is in a category all by itself. So I don't want to branch too far out, but let's put this in our parking lot. When we talk about excessive weight, what causes that? What's going on? And particularly in many communities of color, we have what is known as food insecurity or food deserts. So how can that be a factor for excessive weight when we're not having availability of fresh fruits, vegetables, good cuts of meats, um, and other nutritional uh, factors that come into play. But we have poor cuts of food. We don't have the fresh fruits and vegetables available to us. We have more unhealthy foods. There are no grocery stores in a lot of communities. So many people are subjected to go to what we call a bodega or a corner store. And we know that foods are in there. They're highly processed. They're not natural. They're not organic. So when you go to a regular grocery store and you, you look at organic or natural uh, processed foods, the differences there also is cost. So economic comes into play. So we have the excessive weight with many factors. Again, the availability of good, healthy, nutritious foods, um, the reduction of food, uh, deserts in the community, and then people are able to eat better and their weight can be more controlled. We're going to talk more about that, so we're going to leave that in our parking lot. Uh, family history of high blood pressure. So knowing what is in our family history is so important. So that genetic factor comes into play. Knowing what grandma or granddad had or aunt or uncle, if they had a prevalence for high blood pressure, uh, is that something that's in our family history? Because it makes a difference. When you go to your health care provider and you can tell them what your family history is as it relates to high blood pressure, it will help them to make better decisions, to give you better treatment, give you the correct medications, so that this can be controlled, so that we don't end up with high, uncontrolled blood pressure, the possibility of a stroke or heart disease, blindness, dementia, and other chronic conditions. So knowing that family history, a lot of times we keep secrets. We keep family secrets. But we're going to have to help partners. You're going to have to have that family meeting and sit down and share what their ancestors' health conditions were so that 
this generation and the next generation can make better health choices. Having diabetes also puts you at risk for high blood pressure. Um, and again, knowing that family history also will continue to help the healthcare provider and yourself make better health choices. Inactivity, we just have to get moving. But sometimes that environmental factor comes into play. How many of us have sidewalks that are good and safe walking paths? How many are living close to a park with a walking trail? Not too often. How safe is your community? Sometimes our communities are not safe enough to allow us to get out and just take a brisk walk. We don't have to join the gym. That's money. And if economic stress is a problem, this will just cause more problems to be piled on top and piled on top and piled on top to make this high blood pressure just get out of control. So if your community is not safe for you to get out and, and get some activity, just walking 20 minutes a day, three to five times a week, that will help your blood pressure. That will help your heart get moving, get pumping, getting that blood flowing, and getting some of the pounds off. Again, alleviating the excessive weight, knowing the family history, making sure that your blood sugar is controlled and that blood pressure is controlled will reduce our factors for high blood pressure. Making sure that we get that fat out of our diet. Again, having access to good, healthy foods. You know, something as simple as an apple. Do we have fresh fruits and vegetables? Are they in your local bodega or corner store? Talk to the owner and say, hey, you know what? I need access to some good, healthy foods. Make sure that you reach out to your health departments and know where the local farmers markets are. And we know that there are programs in particular for our seniors for you to reach out and get vouchers so that you can purchase some fresh fruits and vegetables. The season has gone as we now enter into harvest time, but come spring, please Make sure that you go out to your farmer's market and get some fresh fruits and vegetables. And for those of you health partners that are right here in the city of Bridgeport, oh, you don't have to go far. All you have to do is go to the East End Marketplace and Cafe on Sundays on Stratford Avenue. That's Debbie and Vaughn Sims heading that up. They have great fresh fruits and vegetables for you to purchase. So getting out getting active, and if your community is not safe, reach out to your council person and let them know. Reach out to the local police chief and say, hey, there's some activity going over here. We need to have a safe environment. And that way we can start to break down the disparities in African-Americans and people of color with hypertension or high blood pressure. Looking at this, these factors and making sure that the treatment that we're getting from a health care provider is of quality. 
is of quality, and that you're sitting there and you're talking with your health care provider and they're taking time because 41% of African Americans in this country have high blood pressure compared to their white counterparts uh, and their Hispanic counterparts. So we have to do more to make sure that we are staying healthy and that we are addressing this so some of you may have heard of, um, just, just for your point of reference, the DASH diet. That's something that eliminates the, the fat, that saturated fat that's not good for us. Um, it has more fruit and more vegetables, whole grain. It limits alcohol consumption because that's the other problem. In some of the communities of color, we see that there are more uh, um, stores that sell alcohol than anything else. So these are things that we have to bring to the attention of our stakeholders, of our council people, because we need better living conditions. We need access to uh, good foods, healthy foods, and the ability to go out and be active in our communities. You shouldn't have to leave your neighborhood just to take a walk. Your neighborhood should be just as safe as anyone else. So health partners, are you with me? Let's keep going. Let's look at the limiting of salt. We have to limit our salt intake so that sodium and the processed foods even canned goods. So before, once you open something as, as simple as a can of vegetables, hopefully the label says low sodium, but it still has some sodium in there because that's a preservation. That's a preservative to keep the food fresh while it's canned until you take it home and you open it. Wash it. Just run some water, rinse it off, and then you prepare it to eat. Because... There's something with our sensitivity to salt, which gives us a higher rate of high blood pressure. So we're going to have to make sure those processed foods, chips, cookies, the cakes, all that stuff, we got to make it fresh. You got to limit it. We cannot have, it may taste good and it may taste wonderful and particularly to your, to your taste buds, but it's not good for you your body overall. Again, watching our weight, making sure that we're conscious of a good and trying to achieve a good healthy weight. We stop smoking. Tobacco also increases our risk for high blood pressure. So there are programs through the American Lung Association that will help you. All you have to do is just reach out and call the state of Connecticut. They have a tobacco sensation program or the Lung Association, and they will give you materials to help you stop smoking making sure that you have the right medication. So again, sharing the right information, knowing that family history so that you can talk to your provider and tell them exactly what is in your family history so they can treat you the proper way. So that was just one, one research article that was addressing Providers, again, lay people, again, were asking, why is it that hypertension or high blood pressure is in higher rates in people of color, in particular African Americans? So we're going to continue next show 
to talk about this because this health condition has taken so many of our good family members out and we want to save ourselves. We want to save our communities. We want to make sure that we, people of color, are healthy and happy and taking care of ourselves. And we are addressing these health disparities to make sure that we come out with better health outcomes. So health partners, thank you for tuning in today. We will continue again this conversation, looking at the tentacles of racial and ethnic health disparities, asking that question, how did we get here? But most importantly, how do we get out? This is Linda Smith in association with iMail Productions, inviting you to tune in next time to the tentacles of racial and ethnic health disparities. How did we get here? How do we get out? Thank you.